Hello everyone, this is Mike. I'm coming to you live from the Appalachian Trail. So I'm outside right now, so you might hear some birds and bugs and airplanes. So just take that in as we have our session today. And I'm coming to you for the Calm Mind series. And I'm really happy to share with you today's topic, Generosity and Greed. But before I begin, please let me acknowledge that I am as much a student of this practice and these teachings as you might be. And I owe like, a great deal of thanks and, and all of my knowledge and everything I'm sharing is from previous teachers and, and masters who um, have taught me in the past. So thank you. And now... Let us begin. Now we can get into our mo or meditation postures. Um, so you can get yourself into a seated position or lying. You can sit on a chair or against a wall, whatever feels most comfortable for you. And so if you're sitting on the floor cross-legged, you can cross your legs. And you can make sure you have an even amount of weight on your sit bones. You can straighten your back, but be relaxed. And you can either put your hands on your knees or cross them over top of one another in the middle of your lap. And you kind of want your elbows to be underneath your shoulders, and that will give you a more relaxed position. And then come to your chin and just tuck that very, very slightly down towards your chest. And that can help reduce tension in your upper back and in your neck while you're sitting here for the next few minutes. And then notice your cheeks and give yourself a small smile and, and, and relax any tension that you find there. And you can bring your tongue to the uh, to the front of your mouth, kind of the upper palate where your teeth are. And that's kind of the little, find the natural resting place for your tongue there. And then come on up to your eyes and your forehead, and you can bring all of that into relaxation as well. And so in this session, we have an analytical meditation. Uh, which is a meditation style that is uh, slightly different than the typical mindfulness meditations that you might be used to. In this one, we are not trying to calm the mind, as maybe sometimes we are, but we are not trying to build present awareness. Instead, we focus our attention on questions about life, about living, and how to act in this world. So in this meditation, we are going to bring attention, uh, awareness, and focus upon two important topics of generosity and greed. So with that, we can set a motivation for the session. So we can set a motivation to expand our hearts in this practice. We can acknowledge our ego nature, our greed, and also our positive intentions in every action that we take. Everything we do, we do with a positive intention. 
So let's take a deep breath and find a calm space for yourself. So the Buddha stated three main practices of Buddhism. It's dana, sila, and bhavana, or giving, morality, and meditation. So dana is Pali for giving, and you will sometimes see it described as generosity in different articles that you find online. Uh, we all know what it means to give or what generosity is, but perhaps our understanding is a little loose, like a rattling bolt. So maybe we can tighten our bolts on generosity today. The essence of generosity is giving without the expectation of return, without any inclination to receive a benefit for oneself through the act of giving. So naturally, it does feel good to give, but giving, with the intention of making yourself feel good, is a lower form of generosity. And giving with a poor intention in mind is not generous at all. So the intention of your action is of the utmost importance in understanding the morality behind it. So we can give with the sour intention of misleading someone, like buying someone a drink at the bar in hopes of making it easier to get their number. or we can give with the pure intention of doing our best to improve the quality of life or reduce the suffering for another being, like offering a bottle of water to a homeless person during the heat of summer. So while these examples are rather narrow and specific, generosity can be seen in a much broader sense. We are generous and giving whenever we are associated with the following words. And so I'll pause with each word. So let it kind of, when I say a word, feel how it resonates for you. This may be not at all, and that's fine. Just see what images or memories pop up in your mind, what feelings might come. Serve. Contribute. Donate. Grant. Give a gift. Accept a gift. Praise. Acknowledge. Love. Care. Sacrifice. Relinquish. Devote. Dedicate. Forgive. Compromise. So when we really stop, breathe, notice, and become aware of all of the dana around us, associated with all of this and so much more, and all of that dana that's within us during our everyday lives. So it becomes quite clear that we, as people, 
spend a lot of time giving to one another. So it's a form of our natural behavior. So what you tend to notice is that most of our giving is small. So it's in passing and it's really easy to overlook. And so then with all of the attention and promotion of the most hurtful acts being constantly displayed by the media, we can become easily confused as to where our natural instincts lie. So though we cannot deny that violence you know, is a part of our genetic makeup and aggression as well, even more so than these things is love and kindness and generosity. Violence alone is not what allowed our human ancestry to survive into the present, and it certainly the violence is not what has allowed humans to expand beyond caves, to small villages, to kingdoms, and to the large cities all over the world that we know today. So this required teamwork, communication, giving, and sharing. Our evolutionary genetic makeup has been naturally designed to pass our genes from one generation to the next and to the next and so on. Uh, so within us, cooperation, generosity, kindness, love, these are the attributes that most enable the human species to carry on to future generations, much more so than our tendency towards violence. So let's take a moment and think of today or the past couple of days and remember several instances where someone was generous towards you. Maybe someone held the door or made you dinner or shared a compliment or if you're lucky something even more grand than these. And now, let's acknowledge more directly the benefits of giving. You know, giving, it just feels good. Uh, the Buddha said that if people knew the value of giving, they would not take a single meal without sharing their food with others. And that is just a direct benefit of giving. So the inhibitor of generosity is greed. Greed makes us want to hold on to things. We tell ourselves, this is mine. I deserve this. I need this more than them. Greed gives us excuses and justifications to not be generous. I want the last piece of pizza. I'll enjoy it more. Or maybe a more altruistic justification. I'm saving them from the extra calories. I'm actually helping them be more healthy by eating the last slice. Greed tells us whatever we need to hear so we can take for ourselves. So we have to practice dana every day. We must actively think about giving 
to allow us to break free from the selfish inclination to hold something for ourselves. It's a difficult beast, though, this greed. It's hardwired into our brains as an evolutionary trait for survival, a fundamental biological requirement of all organisms to distinguish between what's inside their skin from what's outside, to help them pass on their genes. This is known as dualism, separating me from you and us from them. So when we come to the world from this dualistic perception, we instinctively acknowledge what is good from our own side and feel an inherent loss if any of those good things were to go to the other side, to their side. We can try to observe how this meanness constrains and distorts our natural impulses to give. So we can take a moment here to consider a moment in the past day or week where we chose not to give or chose to take instead of offer because we were, were afraid of the loss. So think of how you would have felt had you decided to give instead. Think of how the other person might have felt. So when did you choose not to give or choose to take instead of offer? And you can try to acknowledge whatever you're thinking of without any judgment. It's totally okay, whatever you did. We're all just people doing our best. And then think about maybe, well, I guess, why or what you were feeling when you decided to take instead of offer or whatever scenario you've, you've stumbled upon. And now let's turn that situation around and think of how you would have felt if you decided to give instead. How would you have felt if you had given? And try to bring that into your body as well. And now think of how the other person would have felt. And then you can notice that barrier that you create between yourself and others and how that barrier doesn't intrinsically exist. It's only an imaginary construct created by your own mind and our own minds and strengthened through that greed. So when you practice uh, greed, 
you create that barrier between yourself and everyone else. So you might be wondering, how can we enable those giving impulses? How do we make that more uh, natural for ourselves? Well, um, they're there. They're already there, those impulses. They're always there. But we, um, we too often find ourselves fighting those impulses. Like, my mom would really love this brownie, but I would like it too. Nom, nom, nom. I enjoyed the brownie. And I know I keep using food as an example. I really like eating. So just take what you can from my food analogies. Thank you. But what just happened? Why did I eat the brownie? My greed was stronger than my giving nature. And so we can strengthen our giving nature and better our understanding of non-duality. The Buddha said that if people knew the value of giving, they would not take a single meal without sharing their food with others. So... Open your heart in this moment. Feel your heart. Allow it to open. Breathe into your heart. Into your open heart. And feel warmth in your heart. We all know that pleasure of giving, the pleasure of generosity, that gladness of heart can motivate us, as the Buddha suggested, towards more generosity in the future. And so, when you feel that heart, and you feel the warmth, and you feel that impulse to give, you can just lean into it. And the more you lean into it, the, the more clear those impulses will be for yourself. So take a minute here. Let's focus on your heart. Take a deep breath into your heart. Feel your heart expanding. And feel a smile on your face. Breathe into your heart. Remember a time when you gave, any time, something big or something small. And remember how your generosity felt. Feel the gladness of heart. Think about other times that you gave, when you gave your time, gave an unexpected present, gave the last piece of cake or the bigger slice of pie. Notice how you give, what you give. Identify the forms of giving that you naturally and effortlessly enjoy. And then do more of these. Try to remove your sense of satisfaction from the results 
Like ideally, you are not concerned with any benefits provided to you through the act of giving, so that the effort, the activity of giving itself, is an enjoyable practice of plain, pure, generous giving. So take a deep breath. Come into your body. Notice the breath. So I'd like to thank Rick Hansen for his article on generosity at www.rickhansen.com. It helped to clarify ideas that I put forth in this meditation. And thank you a lot for listening to this audio. We at the Calm Mind series hope that this motivates you to keep practicing. And feel free to share this with anyone who may also receive some benefit from it or the other tools on the website. And if you're able to, please consider donating to the charities supported by the Calm Mind series. You can see those on our website at www.mindride.org donate. So they need our help right now, especially right now during the, the, the worldwide pandemic. Um, so if you can, every little bit helps. Um, doesn't matter how much you can give. And when you're giving, it always makes us feel good.